Hey, are you enjoying this show here on the Sorgatron Media Network, uh, straight from Pittsburgh, PA? Did you know there's a bunch of other videos coming from Pittsburgh, and there's one source where you can find everything Pittsburgh-based, so you can represent the Steel City and see people who do represent the Steel City. Go to our friends over at PittsburghOnVideo.org, a big aggregator of these, this great stuff coming from the Steel City on video to you, wherever you are around the world. That's PittsburghOnVideo.org. Go check it out. Hey guys, it's the Awesome Cast, and it's so exciting. I can't sit down. We're talking Google now. We're talking about glowing plants, DJ lunchboxes here, all this and more Awesome Cast. Hey guys, it's the Awesome Cast 147. It's Mike Sorg here in the studios in Pittsburgh, PA. I don't trust possums anymore, and neither should new. This is the this is the Awesome Cast where we talk tech and get geeky and uh, and have some fun here for the next hour ish. Uh, with me as usual, he's chilling, he's gaming, he's a. Uh, He's he's uh, uh, rocking the diamond camo on his guns. He's Chachi. Hey, what up? What's up? How you doing, Chach? I'm doing well. I unlocked the diamond camo for the SMGs, so life is good. Excellent. And also returning to the show is Will Arthurford from the North Side. Hey, what's up, hot dogs? It's me, Lunchbox, a.k.a. Will Rutherford. I do live on the North Side in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and uh, I emanate from there. Emanating, yes. Emanate, emanate. Uh, this is, of course, uh, you know, we get geeky, and we want you guys to uh, let us know uh, what you, what do you want us to get geeky about? What do you want us to talk about here on the show? You can get a hold of us here uh, at AwesomeCast, and of course, our individual twitters. I'm at Sorgatron at Chaji says, and the at DJ Lunchbox who's currently joining us this week. Uh, but you can also check us out. Uh, drop us a line at contact at awesomecast.com. Uh, you can also drop a line to our Facebook page uh, and comment on uh, anything uh, that we post through the week because we like to post up uh, some uh, stories that have been catching our interest, and you can let us know what you think of what's going on. Also on the Google Plus page uh, as well. So we like to start off with the uh, awesome thing of the week. Uh, uh, Chachi, you have one. I do. Yes. Um, there's a, a game company called Greenheart Games. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it's a, a small company, not huge. And they released a game called Game Dev uh, Story, I believe. Is this an older game? Has this been around for no. a bit? No, that's that's game. they released Game Dev Tycoon. Okay. Tycoon, okay. Um, yeah, it, Game it's Dev a, Story it's a new was Kerosoft. Uh, okay. Same same principle. Um, this is not a new theory by far, <laughs> or a new idea by far. It's been done over and over and over again. Um, so nothing original. However, um, they released a game the other day, and it's, uh, it's a PC, Mac, uh, Linux game. So it's not an OS game or a, an uh, Android game. Uh, but they did something original. Um, nowadays, in the realm of gaming and releasing games and developing games, uh, bootlegging is a huge problem, mm-hmm. uh, just like music and movies and everything else. Um, but the problem is 
it hurts these companies more than uh, the other industries um, because while they have they have uh, small companies releasing other medias, uh, the small companies usually have a lot more of a budget than the little game developers do. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of the time, the, the game developers, this is a second job, uh, trying to make it a first job. So all of this bootlegging really hurts them, and they never make any money. Well... They released the game, and the developers decided to uh, turn the tables a little bit. So when they released the game, they also simultaneously released a pirated version of the game, straight to the Pirate Bay. Um, within a matter of hours, uh, the guy's down or uploads were maxed out. He couldn't, he couldn't upload, um, and there was a line of people waiting to get the game for free. Uh, so much that at the end of the day, they had uh, given away 3,100 copies of the game and sold uh, 200. Hmm. Um, it, it equals out to be uh, 93.4% and 2.6% uh, given away versus sold. Uh, but they, uh, <laughs> along with the bootleg version, they changed the programming of the game. Uh, if you were to pick up a version of the game through a torrent site, uh, about halfway through the game, uh, give or take, you get a message saying that uh, bootleggers are pirating your latest game and you will slowly lose all of the money you have, <laughs> causing you to lose the game. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> um, it, it's a realistic game effect. So I wonder, since they've done this, has this uh, have more people bought the game now that they've run into the buck? They haven't. I, I don't know. Or will they? So I mean, I, that, that's the other part of this equation. I think is right. so. Now they've done this. They've gotten the game. They've they've more or less released kind of a demo edition, you know, with a bug in it. But I mean, is that bug really any different than any other demo you play, and you get to a stopping point? You know what I mean? It's a more creative demo, though. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I mean, now they have they have figures, like accurate figures, to track how much the bootlegging is actually affecting them. Yeah, yeah, and that's um, that's a scary number that they put out there too. Yeah, and not only that, but uh, it got to the point where the people who downloaded it uh, were on the message boards trying to figure out how to get around it. You know, there are other. Um well, or also say, or also reporting it as a bug. Um, right. There are other. Uh, I want to say some bigger games have done this too, where like versions of like uh, I don't know Arkham Arkham Asylum or something like you couldn't beat the game, or no, it was Tomb Raider or Assassin's Creed maybe where they had pirated versions that if if, if they detected as pirated, like there would be some bug that would make the game unfinishable. And then the people would show up on the message board and say, hey, this thing's happening. They're like, well, thanks. Buy the game. So That's different is than it? what they're doing here. Okay, uh, Is it really, though? Because he's making yeah, the game because unfinishable. because they released a bug. Yeah. As far as these people know, mm-hmm. this is supposed to happen in the game. <laughs> because it pops up as a in-game dialogue. Yeah. Uh, this isn't there's, uh, there's a no, message from... There's no... Uh, s- Snide remark of, hey, go buy the game, you know, thanks for stealing it. 
No, it's it's part of the uh, the playable game. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, you can keep going, you just lose money, and eventually you'll go bankrupt. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's it's not the same as other companies have done. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys just straight up ruined the game as far as bootleggers go. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. awesome. That's my awesome thing of the week. What do you think about that, Will? Uh, you know, you know, are you 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 think that's a good way to kind of get back at uh, 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 you know pirates like that? I think it's certainly an interesting way. Mm-hmm. I think we've come a long way from the days of um, uh, LimeWire and its predecessors, and you'd download a song, and it would be like five seconds of the song, and the rest of it would just be horrible screeching noises. <laughs> you, you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think it's it's uh, definitely interesting, and I also think it's clever in that you know you do get a taste for the game, and you know say you download it and you play it, and that happens, and you go searching. What do I do about this? And you find out it's because you stole it, but it, presumably the game's enjoyable, so you go and buy it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I think it's clever, uh, and uh, and like I said, very creative. That's awesome. I, I, I hope this guy, uh, you know, sells a bit more than two hundred copies. You know, yeah, no really other way. Knowing that much more is out there, you know. So, I mean, it, it's, it's cool the, that he did this. Um, as far as his sales and everything go, I could care less either way. Um, it's getting like a I lot said, of press because of this. So. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's not an original like uh, concept. Excellent. And I prefer Kerosoft's version of the game for. Uh, mobile devices more. I agree. Also. I that, I love that game. Awesome. I have a question for you, or more more appropriately, this guy on the show has a question for you, and I think you can hear it. You know the main problem with plants? They don't glow. Guess what? We're fixing that. That's right. There is a Kickstarter coming up where they're going to develop a glowing plant. You can go to uh, glowingplant.com. I, I, this popped up uh, uh, just yesterday, I think I found this. And uh, they're, they're, so far, they're uh, 173000 over their uh, $65,000 goal with uh, 37 days to go. Uh, they're creating glowing plants using a thin, synthetic biology and genome compiler software, uh, the first step in creating a sustainable natural lighting. And uh, even as part of these, I think for as much as, I think I saw for as much as $40, they will actually send you a batch of seeds for your own glowing plant. Uh, LB, what would you do with a glowing plant? Uh, It would be a nice little nightlight. Wouldn't it, though? I would keep it, uh, well, maybe. Um, (laughs) It would be difficult because you can't shut it off. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I imagine, I imagine, uh, you know, not reading through the int- exact science. Although they have a nice uh, pictograph of, uh, of, uh, uh, you know, the process and, and what they're doing here. Um, I, I, do, I do wonder: is it is it glowing from the process of of making the energy, or is it one of those things that's like, you know, my uh, budget ninja costume shirt that that glows after it's been in the sun for a while? You know, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, is it a temporary thing or not? Uh, but that's a pretty cool uh, and there's science behind it. there's things they can do with it. You know, after they've done this with a little DNA sequencing to make this work, uh, you know, there's there's plenty of other applications I'm sure they could do. What, what about you, Chacho? What would you do with a glowing plant? I would burn it in would, a fire. In a fire? Yes. 
You think of the? Do you think the fire would 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 glow, sir? Yes. Do you not pay attention to science fiction at all? Oh, you're worried a plant's going to come back and like kill you? No, but it's a step in the right direction. What? It, why? Why is glowing? You do not genetically modify anything that is also living. This is not Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. You don't know that. It starts with a glowing plant. All right. Okay. Then they figure out they can put intelligence in simple devices. Then you get Skynet. Wait. We're screwed. That's a little bit of a jump. No, not a jump. No? No. Perfectly reasonable uh, progression. <laughs> you do not modify anything. Little shop of horrors. You want a giant plant to eat you? Yeah, what didn't glow? It's like Riz is saying that's not a jump at all. He's with you on that one. Is uh, is Rick Moranis going to be involved? Because that might be worth it. Well, I mean, if the plant comes alive, it, they might actually form Ghostbusters. So somebody, yeah. somebody call Rick Moranis. Awesome. So yeah, you can check that out at glowingplant.com. LB boycott it. Boycott it. Boycott, or you do can boycott glowingplant.com. They're already meeting their goals, but uh, uh, however, do not let them play with humanity. What? <laughs> they're not. They're playing with plants. They're changing science. They're not no. playing God. They're playing botanist. LB, do you have a uh, thing of the week? I do. That, that it will hopefully not kill us? I do. Hopefully it will not kill us, and it's on topic for this week's discussion. Oh, boy. Um, there was an article written in the uh, – what the hell website is this? The Harvard Business Review. That's not where I read it, because why would I read the Harvard what? Business Review? Um, yeah, that that that, that some, doesn't seem like a college. Do you frequent the Harvard, Harvard Business Review? I don't. I don't. But I do frequent lifehacker.com. Okay. And they uh, they did a little write up about the article, and uh, it's about uh, disconnecting and unplugging and and uh, whatnot. Um, it's written by a guy named Tony Schwartz, and I read it, and I uh, I thought it was interesting in the it's about this completely disconnecting for 10 days um, no no that doesn't sound fun at all <laughs> well i'm gonna find out don't do it uh it inspired me i'm going on a vacation to a bed and breakfast in virginia at the end of the month and uh myself and the lovely miss sarah morgan are disconnecting we're bringing uh books and notebooks and that's it. But it's a, it's an interesting article. He talks about you know, well, he talks about disconnecting basically. Um, and it's uh, it, it inspired me to give it a go. You know, you uh, you, and, and you and I had a discussion about this the other night too uh, about that process. I, and it's it's kind of interesting because actually tonight, this very night, uh, April thirtieth at eleven p.m. Uh, with Paul Miller of The Verge, who's been off the internet for a year, returns. Mm-hmm. At 11 p.m. Um, <laughs> I kind of want to drop in and see, because they're going to live stream him returning to the Internet. Um, so it's one of those, he's like taking advice of what is the first thing I need to check out that I haven't seen in the last year. Um, but so, so that timing was interesting. Uh, but also, I, I'm also, you know, I mentioned to you that we're going to, I mean, not, nothing as fantastic as taking 10 days like, like you're going to try to do. Uh, is, is it a full 10 days you're doing? No, it's not going to be uh, 10. It's going to be like f- at least four, possibly five. Okay. So. Okay. Um, 
I'm going to try doing it when we go to, uh, you know, take a weekend here uh, uh, in June. Uh, you know, not, again, like, you know, okay, it's going to be two nights, you know, more or less. Mm-hmm. And I kind of made the rule of, you know, we'll use uh, Internet for, you know, like, like you said, GPS or mm-hmm. discovering things to do in the area. Well, uh, I, I'm actually revising that statement. We were going to use the GPS to get down there to Virginia. Yeah. Um, what, we're in, what we're doing instead is paper maps. <gasps> we just threw away our paper maps. <laughs> we cleaned we, out the garbage. He's like, "Well, we don't need this." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, we'll never be without service." Sure, yeah, uh, we have like, to buy hmm, one because to, who the who the hell has maps anymore? Well, that's the other thing. And then, or you've had one, and you haven't used one in so long; it needs revised. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's the one that was sitting in there was probably from like 2004. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you need that. You know, I mean, I remember using a map in 2001 going to Toledo. And we're just trying to go across the city to find the convention center. And they happen to be building a stadium right in the middle of the road uh, we were trying to cross. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. What is this? How do you say paper maps? <laughs> well, we had two guys on last week that, that know all about paper. So what they would have been the ones to ask. What is a paper map? I don't – so confused. It's like, it's like a GPS all printed out in small segments. Oh, it's like somebody printed out a GPS. Save yeah. the trees, man. <laughs> man. Do you, you, wonder uh, why, you wonder why glowing plants is a bad idea. <laughs> We're killing plants. Could Just you imagine? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, let's, let's join these together. So you got your glowing plant. Would that then make a glowing paper map? Hmm, glowing paper. I don't know. I'm with Chachi now. I don't like where this is going. No, no. I feel uncomfortable and toxic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, is there a giant non-toxic disclaimer on the side of these seeds you receive? We're still on that. You know, they built an entire uh, superhero villain or supervillain based upon upon the the fact that we're not very nice to plants. (laughs) Or or women in that case, I guess. Yeah, or women. Yeah, Swamp Thing's fucking terrifying. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah that too I was, th- I was thinking poison ivy but I guess there's a couple of them out there we um, are, if we make glowing plants we are effed in <laughs> the A just throwing it out there Riz says this- no that would make paper which would want to kill you uh, Bobby says analog GPS. So I mean, okay. So so what, what were some some of the findings? Like, why why do we need to disconnect? According to this article, LB. Uh. I, I don't know. Well, maybe uh, I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't want to say need. Um, the jury's still out for me. I haven't done it yet, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's at the. It's not till the end of May, so uh, hopefully I'll be able to come back in June and, and tell you how it went. Um, if you return, if I return, I might. <laughs> I might come running out of that weird cheesecake farm. Grasping for my cell phone and trying to Wait, you know shove it into myself, but cheesecake farm. Yeah, yeah. They farm made, it's, cheesecakes. It's a, it's a, yeah. They grow cheesecakes. Have you ever had cheesecake seeds? No. All right. Uh, <laughs> um, I think. Uh, I mean, I think it'll be interesting. The 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 quiet and the the lack of a lot of distractions will help 
especially for me, I'm going to try and get some writing done, uh, read some books, and in general relax. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I think it'll also give an interesting perspective of you know life without those things. I haven't really been unplugged since I got my NES when I was a kid. So. And I probably well, just watched cartoons before that. Still, what's your definition of unplugged? Are we just saying like staying off Twitter, getting that constant stream of information? Or are we saying that like no electronics? Are you going to have light bulbs where you're going, sir? There's um, going to be electricity. Yes. But like no phone. I mean, we're going to give the, the number of the bed and breakfast to our families and friends just mm-hmm. in case there's a severe emergency. But no television, you know. Uh, minimal radio we're not we're not even gonna like use an ipod on the way down we're burning cds oh wow that doesn't Uh, sound fun at all (laughs) (laughs) it's mixtape time right no that doesn't sound fun at all mixtapes for each other oh wow oh wow bad idea Um, well, yeah, and there's, and there's been a, like, I know I did some work with some, uh, they were doing a silent retreat. Uh, we were, we were advertising and, uh, this chat room's already ready for the wrestling show. Uh, and, and, you know, they talked about, you know, so there was a lot of benefits of silence, you know, and just kind of letting your brain kind of, you know, reach out there because we have a lot of noise and we don't really kind of listen to our own bodies and everything. This is getting more into the kind of mindfulness kind of motives and everything. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, but other than that, I mean, I, and I've, been done, I've been doing little experiments, uh, partially involuntary, partially voluntary, where I'll just, like, say, leave my phone in my pocket or in the car when we go out for dinner, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I know, like, the other night it was like uh, I, I wasn't really up for going out for dinner, so I was just like, oh, my God, I, 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 what do I do? What do I do? I, do I have to talk to this, this lady that I went to dinner with who happens to be my wife? So I hear. Um, so you hear, you know, <laughs> you know, it's uh, you, you, you do want to reach for it, you know, um, just like because you, you feel like you can't have a law. Right. So, I mean, is that is that what you're you guys are experiencing? Uh, I, I don't I don't know. I just uh, like I, I dearly love the Internet. Mm-hmm. Cell phones are the coolest things ever. Like, I remember my first cell phone, and I thought it was cool I could play Snake, and everything that's happened since, I look at it, and I'm like, oh, that's still really cool. Mm-hmm. When I got an iPad, I freaked out. I was like, <laughs> I have, this is the future! I was so excited. I'm like, finally, this is Star Trek shit, and I am holding it. And I still feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like, just the, the books and comics and stuff alone that I can hold on that iPad is just it's so wonderful to me. Um, I, I love that we live in the future. I've said that lots, and it, like it's become a thing now that people say, but I love that we live in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a result, I, I, tr- I do try to consume that stuff. I, I, I look at Twitter all the time. I'm never without my phone, aside, which, you know, one, because it's interesting, two, because it's so expensive and you don't want to lose that. Um, and I, but I think it'll be an interesting experiment to take this thing that has been an integral part of my life for quite a long time, and see what it's like to go without it. It's like it's like uh, like when I gave up soda. It was originally it was just to see if I could do it. This is just to see if I can do it. Yeah, yeah. So and also interesting because I mean I think three all three of us in in one aspect or another like this this media and online kind of centers around what we do in our jobs too. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, and I know that's one thing I battle with is am I ever truly, you know, off the clock, you know, uh, because, you know, we're always, you know, trying to push something, communicate with somebody. Uh, is there when do you have time off? You know, even if I'm sitting there watching, you know, Game of Thrones, I'm still poking around, seeing what everybody's saying on Twitter. You know, there's no <laughs> if I don't have another screen in front of me and I'm just watching TV, I doze off, which may be a whole mess of other problems. But still, um, I mean, it, it's it's kind of like this idea that we've um, become so needing to multitask or wanting or think we need to multitask. Uh, you know, it, it, and, and is that really a problem? Are we really being more efficient? There's definitely studies that go both ways. Mm -hmm. So, excellent. Uh, speaking of multitasking, uh, I was excited for this because this is something that I've been kind of jealous of uh, uh, Google for a good long time now, and I, I'm kind of happy to be using it. Uh, Google Now is now released on the iPhone. Yeah, I wanted to ask about that, actually. Okay. I was looking for that last night, and I couldn't find it. Well, it, all you have to do is update your Google search app. Oh. Mm. Well, that um, explains because, that. Because what happens is you update that, and I'll see if I can bring up a sample here uh, that you guys can see. Uh, but, it, you know, it loads up, it loads in, and then you you got to make sure you sign in. And, you know, you have usual, I think you can see that, uh, the page there. And you see the little card is actually picking up. It's telling me, hey, Awesome Cast Live, 7 p.m. today. So it's it, right off the bat, it, it was kind of cool because, like, uh, it had, like, my next uh, appointment. So it's tapped into Google Calendar. And, again, I pretty much live in a lot of the Google services anyways. Uh, so it works out really well for me. Um, it also looked through my email. And there's a couple cards on there. I probably shouldn't put them all up. Uh, that anywhere I... I I get a lot of stuff shipped to me, um, and anytime it sees a tracking number, like one of those UPS statements, it pops up and says package, and it, it gives me a direct link to uh, the status of the package that's being delivered. Uh, you know, not something I asked it to do, right? Uh, if you go in, it'll give you a local weather. Uh, it doesn't have, I think they said they have about 22 of the 29 cards. Uh, it's a little limited because it's not like on Google where you can just flip up from anywhere on the screen or anywhere you know anywhere on the phone and they pop up so it's not that that universal i actually have to go into an app in order to do these things but also the cool thing along with this is they've had voice on here for a while uh on the google search app which i think is way better than siri it does different things um but now it actually does connect with google maps too so at the end of the day when it says you know hey are you going home you know give me the time without you know, me going into it says, you know, what's the traffic like going home? I can hit it. It will go right into Google Maps, not the stupid Apple Maps, not anything else, because um, I don't think it went to anything before. Um, so it's kind of, it kind of completed the Googleization of my phone at this point. So now, Chachi, now you, I think you've had a phone that's been capable, so you, you haven't even been using it yet. Uh, it wasn't capable on ice cream sandwich. Oh, and this is the other thing, and this this came up in a couple articles. Um, now that Google Now has been released for for iOS devices, it works on iPad as well. Um, now they <laughs> have far more people that are going to be using it than when they released it on Android because yep. of the specifications. 
So, which goes back to that 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 same problem, you know, why put something like this on Android and only Android when a fraction of your people are going to use it? Um, it's also coming down the line that this is going to be released uh, to work with uh, Chrome Chrome browsers. Um, I actually said to a, a friend the other day who has a Chromebook and has been uh, really enjoying that experience. It it feels like Google has kind of backdoored a platform across all devices. Like, are any of you guys experiencing that? Well, uh, I haven't used it yet. <laughs> but I mean, as far as like Google in general, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I definitely. Well, yeah. Now that I think about it, it's very true. I mean, Google's absolutely integral, and in, I mean, uh, calendar. You know what I mean? I keep my contacts at Google. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my mails through Google, and it's true. I mean, yeah, I have an iPhone, but all of that critical stuff is google yep so um but yeah look look for that on the google search app um i know it's kind of you, you kind of have to look for that line you know where where it's like oh yeah that's how i get to it because what well, you're probably just looking for google now in the uh store right yeah yeah it was actually so yeah a little little different way and they're just kind of like backdooring ser- services right into that app um so it's it's, it's pretty cool um, speaking of, and I, I don't know if uh, Chachi has any thoughts on this. Google closes Facebook's loophole, uh, bans non-play store app updates in Android. So apparently, what was happening was, uh, you know, we talked about uh, briefly a couple weeks ago the Facebook Home that came out. Um, and it, you know, it was kind of like a front-end launcher, and I, and I don't know much about how launchers work on Android. Uh, maybe Josh can 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 tell us about this, but apparently they were doing a lot of their updates uh, in the background, not through the Google Play Store. Correct, uh, Chachi. What what's the what's the implication of that? Uh, the hits go directly through Facebook, which means they don't have to pay Google anything. Oh, so it, it's actually like a money thing at that point because it's not hitting the servers. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Because well, you would open up the Facebook app. And it'd be like, oh, there's an update for this. Get mm-hmm. it here. So. And do those typically pop up and say, "Hey, go to the go to the Play Store"? Yeah. Okay. Now, is this so? This is more a money thing because I was wondering if this was more a security thing because this feels like the kind of thing that if you got an app and somebody wanted to be malicious, they would want to do it this way. Do you think this is more a security thing or just that money grab? Just the money grab. Just the money grab. The security thing is going through Facebook, so mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing. There's not really a security risk there. Yeah, well, it is if it's not if Google's controlling that part. Well, even then, but it's coming from Facebook, so they know where to get it from. <laughs> but Google wants to, to go. But no, Google wants to be the one in charge of making sure things are secure. Well, yes, but what I'm saying is, it's Facebook. <laughs> you trust Facebook? It's secure. Okay. Or else there would be other problems already. Yeah, well, there are from time to time, but that's a whole other thing. Kindle TV is coming. Do we care? Nope. Is, it, is another box? Nope. 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 What if? What if? And there was like some some kind of um, guessing on this. What if it's just a really cheap box, kind of along the lines of how cheap we get like our Kindle Fires and Kindles now? What if it was like a $50 box or, or it came with Amazon Prime at this point? Uh, if it's a $50 box, I'll spend the 
ten to twenty dollars more and get a good Roku. Oh, I think Roku is a bit. Well, Roku starts at fifty though. Um, the other thought was, you know, what if they do something like that? Maybe this isn't so much for us. Maybe this is more for the people that aren't into streaming devices yet, and it mm. kind of edged them into it. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I I look at this the same way that you know another company announces. Oh, we're going to be streaming stuff. Like we're going to stream TV shows and video. I'm like that market's pretty well cornered mm-hmm. between Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime. That's mm-hmm. you know. But everybody's trying to get in the game, and we just had a story come through on the on the wrestling side, and there's a lot of other stuff involved in there. Yahoo's making a lot of noise lately. Um, they just signed, of course, the WWE stuff. They're going to get exclusive programming, which I know we're kind of figuring this all came from the WWE, the WWE cable network that uh, didn't come to pass because they were even sending shows over to E Network. Um, they just got an exclusive deal to have SNL clips that I guess used to be on Hulu. Uh, not the entire shows; those are still going to be on Netflix and wherever else they are. Uh, but I, what do you? Well, we were saying everybody's got to dust off their all Yahoo accounts, right? Yeah, not really. I'm yeah. not. Not not. What what the, what 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 did it take for them to have something compelling for you to uh, go back to Yahoo, Chach? I mean, obviously, like this is you know it's going to be a long time coming if they are going to do it. Uh, but what, what what would bring you back? If the games aren't bringing me back, nothing's bringing me back. The games is that what you uh, you Yahooed for? Yeah. That's how that's you Yahoo. What, that's what I use for Yahoo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know everybody's falling off of Flickr these days. It seems like everybody just puts their pictures on Facebook, and that's good to go. Or they Instagram. So where are you going to put those anyways? Um, what's Yahoo <laughs> from the chat room? Um, and they're singing otherwise. And I think they're talking about the doc for the next show. Um, <laughs> But uh, I don't know. It's uh, we're seeing little bits uh, of it, and uh, I, w- I wonder if Yahoo's going to find their their niche kind of like AOL did, because AOL kind of came back around, and they're more of a content company. Like we all, you know, read sites from AOL and kind of don't even realize it. Kodaku's AOL, isn't it? I think so. Um, Gizmodo, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of those guys. Like, but isn't Huff- Huffington Post is now at AOL? Uh, TechCrunch. Gizmodo and Kotaku are both um, part of the Gawker network. Does AOL own Gawker? I think they might at this point. Yeah, I think you might be right. Uh, I'm going to double check that. Uh, but but I think that's what Yahoo needs to do. I mean, they've kind of gotten out of the search game. They, they kind of outsource that now to Microsoft Bing, of all people. Um, when did that happen, right? Uh that 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 you know Microsoft became a bigger leader of search than the than the guy that's been around for like you know ten fifteen years right um, I don't know I, 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 they're definitely making some plays this last uh, sign up and I, if I can find the article here I can I can get a better line of news on it the other video the other video news I have is I uh, uh, LB maybe you'll be interested you know the soap operas are coming back to Hulu. I did not know that. Yeah, all my, I think All My Children, whatever the ABC ones were. I haven't seen General Hospital in quite a long time. <laughs> I, wonder if, uh, I wonder if Luke and Laura are still on there. No, I think Laura jumped ship. That's not important. <laughs> we're, this is, we're not talking about soap operas. I don't know about soap operas. I don't know what you're talking about. 
I considered wanted to tell my mom about that. I was like, hey, the, didn't you watch some of these soaps? You know, they're online. Do I want to contribute to my mother losing so much time? She's just going to watch them at work with her friend. I, I, I just know it. I just know it. She's already on Facebook all day long. I see all of her dog pictures that she posts all day. So, um, Speak, Speaking of mothers online, I, uh, I introduced my mom to Pinterest a while back, and oh, boy. Oh, yeah? How's that going? She, she, she sure does love Pinterest. What, Chachi? I said, speaking of your mother, you should tell her to tweet more. Yes. And did she okay. find that Pegasus? <laughs> she did. She did oh. find the Pegasus. I she found actually it. actually cooked and ate it. Oh, I did she find it to my stepdad. Get down. Yeah, I, I did find the all my children for you. All my children. All my children. That's one of the soaps. So excellent. Uh, anything else, guys, come up? I mean, most of the rest of the stories I had for the week were gaming. And I thought I'd hold those over for Let's Play. Um, although one big tech thing. Um, did you guys see the Aluma room? The what? Uh-huh. The Aluma Room. I, we saw this at CES a little bit. Um, I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> it's basically, think like a coffee top, and I think today they were uh, releasing the specs. That's why this kind of came back up as to whether this might be part of the next Xbox, which is they're, they're going to they, they're going to have an announcement uh, in late May uh, about the next Xbox. Hopefully they show a bit more than the PlayStation 4 did, you know? Um <laughs> But uh, this idea was it, it, it's it's kind of a coffee table projector, and you know not only do you see like what's on your screen, but then it will like actually blow up the rest of the picture. So all your peripheral vision will just be projected on your wall. Huh. And I'll pull up a video here. There it is. Uh, this was something that again came up at CES. It was one of those uh, cool R and D uh, kind of things that I kind of dig from uh, Microsoft. And here's actually a picture of it. I know LB, you can't see this so much, um, but if you look up Xbox Aluma Room, uh, you should be able to see it. Uh, Chachi, you can get a picture of this here. And they do have actually a video of a, a, a supposedly undoctored uh, video. Uh, of this thing in action. Uh, in this case, uh, for those on audio, you can say there's your screen in the middle and it looks like you're playing, uh, I don't know, maybe that's Unreal or something. Uh, and around it is like the entire back room. It just kind of extends your screen into a giant projector. Uh, I think some of the samples that they had, where they like, just kind of gave different colors to the back. I mean, we've seen TVs where like the color that illuminates out of the back of it onto your wall matches the color scheme of what you're seeing on the TV. So I think it's kind of like that in some cases, but just with a projector kind of thing. Uh, supposedly, it's going to use Connect to kind of see where your TV is and what the surfaces uh, of you know, around your TV look like to kind of figure what's the best way to project those things. So I'm guessing, for instance, like my TV is kind of like in the corner. So it's got two walls kind of coming out. Maybe it'll kind of look at that and project things at a certain angle and figure that out since Connect will be all spatual, you know, with it. So, I mean, what do you guys think of this? Is this like, uh, could this be like a hardcore thing? Could this be a little bit of a game changer? Uh, if they, you know, have some some cool applications like that i mean this could be like uh you know go into the omnimax and, and it feels like you're falling with it if they put it, something that big on the wall right what do you think of this shot you're the gamer i don't think it's necessary you don't think it's necessary <laughs> I, don't, I don't need more peripheral vision space on my wall yeah yeah it's also uh, you know microsoft again uh making something for people with large living rooms right right and i sit in a, a, a 
a small room mm-hmm. with a 26-inch TV, and that's fine. And how much how much stuff do you have to move in order to play Connect? Uh, just a chair. No. But it, it's a moving video game, so who plays Connect? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Sorry. What? I played Star Wars Connect for a little bit. That's about it. Uh, I don't... I don't need to play anymore. <laughs> what do you think, Will? What do you, what do you, what do you think of this kind of uh, new concept? I mean, everybody's going to be trying something different. Uh, I think it's an interesting take on the you know more immersive video game. But I, if if the the way they implemented the connect was any uh, indication, this will not work. Mm-hmm. What if it's something they they open up the SDK is kind of like they do with Connect? Because it seems like the 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 play things, the hack things they're doing with Connect are far more interesting than what they're doing with the games. Mm. So I know they're, they're, I mean, you know, just seeing what they're doing over at PTI with the ones they have set up in the hallway, I look pretty cool. Um, there, you know, the, you can see some interesting applications from this. That's true, but like you said, it's the hackers. You know, it's the thing that they're fiddling with the with the Connect. That's the cool stuff, not the stuff that's actually released by the Microsoft Corporation. Mm-hmm. And I think you, it, it, yeah, you're you're right. It is likely that this will do the same thing. Um, that you know, people will hack it, but they're not operating operating under the same restrictions as the um, the corporation is. That's true. That's true. And that's the thing. We're still we're still at that point where we have these awesome new technologies. We have things like the Oculus Rift. We have the Connect. We have whatever this is going to be if it is going to be a thing. And they said they're they're releasing tech specs. So I they're looking. I think it's one of those things like we're seeing with Google Glass, where we want to get this in people's hands so they can figure out how is this thing going to actually work you know i mean already we're seeing with the oculus rift the, the valve team got their hands on it it's like yeah uh we put this thing on uh for uh team fortress 2 yeah don't do that you know <laughs> this was a bad idea uh you got to make something exclusively for this uh, although i do want to try the virtual voice uh emulator i saw pop up this week right um for the oculus rift I, i'm glad i'm glad somebody didn't, didn't somebody on one of the shows say i want i screw this virtual boy was was the thing um uh, maybe one of you guys in the chat room for for let's play um that might be the accurate thing uh speaking of google glass i know i don't have this thing in there but uh you know uh this this is something i've been kind of following a bit so they've been letting some google glasses out uh the last few weeks uh including robert scoble of all people uh he he's had it for about two weeks now, um, and he has a pretty good write up over on uh, Google Plus. He's been wearing this thing. Uh, he says nonstop for two weeks. He's been through airports, through metal detectors, TSA, uh, through all kinds of in restaurants and everything. He he doesn't really have anybody bothering him right now. But honestly, I think most people don't even know what it is now uh what you're seeing here if you're looking at the video are actually pictures taken with the google glass which look pretty good to be honest i mean they're not spectacular by any means it's about a five megapixel camera and there's some pictures of other people with google glasses on um but uh some he's been he's been he's been wearing it uh, uh as he speaks at conferences um so uh, the first kind of pretty cool review of how it works uh, a few things have come out like kind of the worry chachi you'll be all right for this uh you're not going to be able to get all the features 
uh, including, I think, SMS and a few other things, because there's an app that actually has to go on your Android device for it to sync to, but it will work with the iPhone. Because this thing is mostly going to be Bluetooth, Wi-Fi. I don't think it has any kind of cell uh, signal in it just yet. Maybe that'll change by the time they put out the the actual version of it. Um, my only other problem with this thing is like is wearing it. Because let me just get a picture here. And these are I, these looks like they might be replacement or prototypes or something like that. But I just can't see fit. You know, I would love to try wearing this thing around day to day. But that thing just seems too hampered. I, I, won't, I The first thing if I got my hands on this would be trying to take that off and try to clip it to my glasses. Hmm. Nah. I, I would uh, I would wear it all the time. You'd wear it all the time, even with the goofy uh, uh, nose clip banana. Well hopefully, well, hopefully you're more like this other guy uh, that has the more subdued pair. Making the goofy faces. Um, than the like bright pink or something like that. Well, yeah, I mean, if I if, if I had it, I'd spend the money to make it so that you couldn't really <laughs> you couldn't really tell. But I mean, that's crazy. I I I'm really am amazed that they 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 didn't even like bother him on an airport or on an airplane. There's actually pictures here of him doing that. Um, What's there to bother? That's true. I mean, it is just, uh, I think the idea that it's a camera, you know. And it's and, too new. Yeah. No, uh, you think TSA has any clue what <laughs> Google Glass is? I saw this guy with a goofy thing on his head come in I here. mean, they harass old people in wheelchairs just because they can't go through the metal detectors. I don't think they're, uh, they're smart enough to understand Google Glass yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even if they did, how can a little device like that, I mean, how are you going to use that to blow up or take over a plane? Mm-hmm. It's 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 like some wires and a chunk of glass and some you know chips on your head. It's not. Mm-hmm. It, it it doesn't have enough material to it to be <laughs> explosive, really. Right. And then it's um. There's been some terror parts on it already. It looks like it's. Uh, I think they said it's about two hundred dollars worth of parts. Like it looks like it's it's uh enough stuff that's out of a old old Samsung phone from maybe two years ago. Uh, it is running Android. They did release uh, uh, most of the kernel for it, most of the stuff for it, so hackers can have at it. Uh, there was a pretty good vi- video I tweeted out earlier today that actually kind of showed. It was a how-to get started with your Google Glass, right? And, and it's a pretty cool, cool demonstration of how it works and um, kind of like what the interface is. And it really does, I mean, there's this card system, and it really does look a lot like the Google Now we were talking about earlier um, so far. Um, there are apps, you know, coming up for it, so I'm wondering, wondering how they're going to integrate through all that stuff. Uh, it actually kind of goes to sleep, so you don't always have something, like, up here in the corner of your, your vision. Um, and, and that entire, like, side of it is a trackpad, actually. So you actually just kind of tap it or move up and down. So you get get to get old, you know, kind of Jordy LaForge on this thing. It's kind of cool. So, but, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's It's... It's probably going to be out in about a year from all, all accounts, uh, so I think it's going to be interesting. Um, that, that was the other thing, the price. What, what does this thing have to get down to for people to actually buy it? What do you, what do you think? There's been like $200 to $500 has been like kind of a sweet spot when this guy's been around asking about it. Uh, yeah, what, what would you pay for this, Josh? I don't know. Um, it depends on the uh, how capable it really is 
it kind of has to prove that it's useful to you, right? Right. I, I mean, because if I can, if I can lower the cost of my cell phone mm-hmm. and subsidize it with the cost of Google Glass, then that might be worth it. Mm-hmm. But if it's not that capable, <clears throat> then. I don't know if it's worth it or not. It's it's not as worth it anymore. It does feel like it's more of a companion device. That's why I think like dropping a thousand dollars on something like this is not going to make any sense to anybody. Right, but if it's, I'm not saying that it's going to be a standalone device. I realize that it, it sounds like it has to rely on a phone of some sort running Android to be, like, to be the best. Yeah, so far. Um, but what I'm saying is, if. Uh, if it does a lot of the stuff that my phone does mm-hmm. uh, just as well or better, then there's absolutely no reason for me to spend $400 on a phone mm-hmm. when I can spend half of that and then uh, spend the other half on a cool little hands-free device that I can just wear on my face. Mm-hmm. What do you think, LB? What do you think the sweet spot is for you? And what, what would it have to do to be, be kind of worth it to you? I, I completely agree with Chachi. Like, I, I'm not going to spend $500 on it when I could buy, like, a, a functional and, you know, relatively powerful laptop for mm-hmm. the same price. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm, I'm all for paying phone prices for this thing. Uh, and like Chachi said, if it's a companion piece to the phone or even a phone replacement, I'm on board. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be around that same price. Yeah, it has to be around the same price, and it has to be as useful. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, Absolutely. if I can sit there and tell Google Glass to access a document in, like, Google Drive and read it right there on my face, fantastic. Yeah. Imagine giving but presentations with that, and you've got your notes right in your eye. Exactly. I mean, it has to work. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, you can tell me all day that it's going to be the next thing but if i if i buy it and it doesn't work then what's the point you just hit me with a really cool idea with this lb personal teleprompter right yeah that's that's really cool for like speeches and stuff that that'd be amazing so i mean it it depends on what it can do Mm mm-hmm and unfortunately, at this point, we're not getting that information. Yeah, yeah. We're getting, well, we're we're, we're just we're just we're just starting to get that. Actually, we're just starting to get that information. We're getting this is finally getting that in real people's hands, not just a bunch of Google Google workers, you know, that can only show certain things. There's there's some pretty cool videos coming out. Uh, the one I saw where they attached it to a kite. I just paid fifteen hundred dollars for this thing, and I'm going to attach it to a kite. Um, but it, it came up with some pretty cool video, you know. Um, well, that's those. It needs to get in the hands of other people. Yeah. Um, before we know what it can do, because uh, think about any Android device or even an iPhone. Without the app developers, it's just a phone and like a PDA. You know, it it has to have third-party people working for it. I think, um, aside from their own incompetence, that's one of the biggest reasons why BlackBerry went straight to hell. Because the iPhone came out and Android came out and all the app developers like, well, there's the money. And they stopped developing for BlackBerry. Mm -hmm. Can we uh, mention BlackBerry really quick? Sure. Have they done something? 
uh, they announced today that they don't believe that tablets will be around in five years. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Um, really? Yes. Just really. because they couldn't put out one that anybody cared about? Correct. <laughs> uh, it well, it started as a conversation between me and a coworker. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, there's an ongoing joke I have with a coworker because every time I see him, he's not at his desk, mm-hmm. and uh, he was at his desk. So I pulled out my phone, pretending that I was going to take a picture, and he was like, "Why do you have that stupid ass device?" And he's like, "When you could have a BlackBerry." And I'm like, you have no idea how hard I want to hit you right now. And he's like, oh, I do. He's like, that's why I said it. And then he told me about that article. I didn't read it, but he told me that BlackBerry that's... said that uh, uh, the personal PC is dying and that tablets will not be around in five years. Wait, we got to replace it with something. If the personal P- PC dies, what do we have? Just phones? We're all going to be plucking away at three to five inch fo- uh, screens? Yep. That's such a ridiculous statement. Like, yes, PCs are dying because they're getting replaced with these things. They're getting replaced with Kindles and because people are realizing I don't need an entire computer to do most things. You know, it's that it's a fractioning and there's these new form factors. Some people, some people. How many years was that, Chach? Uh, two to five. Two to five. Some people in two to five years, the only computer they will have is a Google Glass because that may be all they need for the things they need to do. Oh man, if that happens, think about that. If, if that, that should happen, I would I would buy Google Glass. It doesn't have to be for everybody. Some of us are more power users. You know, it's more of a uh, like I said, a, 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 an extra thing than than the sole thing. But some people, I, I've known people that have lived solely on their phone for several years. They picked up like the really cool Android phone, like you know, three years ago. That's all their interneting they were doing, all the Facebooking they were doing. That was already happening. Some people have iPads, and that is it you know that's all they interface on uh it's 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 here you know pcs just need to find their hole does that make sense i can tell you like 100 that when i got my hands on the the g1 yeah my general computer use went from 100 percent to probably 25%. <laughs> exactly, because you're like, well, this does this, 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 and this, and it's always here. I don't have to pull it up or go sit down at this desk or this or that or the other thing, right? Right. I mean, that's... And, that- uh, when I got an Xbox, all of my gaming, it took away the other... It took away another 15%. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so, I mean, if Google Glass will uh, sit on my face... <laughs> access, uh, <laughs> access uh, Google Drive and easily dictate my documents. Sold. I'm done. Goodbye, computer. Hold on, I was writing down a show title. Um, I, have, I, I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I had a different topic. Okay. Want to keep going on this one, or? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. One more. Okay. Um, I just wanted to say I've been watching a, a show on the Penny Arcade Network called Strip Search. Okay. And I think that kind of applies here. It's on YouTube. There's technology. It's really good. I've heard of this. It's, it's a reality show. They're looking for people to do comic strips, right? Like, yeah. It's, yeah like the, looking, it's like the next big comic stripper or something. 
Yeah, they basically have a, a an art or a house full of webcomic artists, like established ones, and uh, the winner gets, you know, a chunk of money and working space within the Penny Arcade Studios. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Uh, it's it's just it's really entertaining. It's hilarious. Like you get to watch these weird. I don't want to say weird. Some of them are real, like socially awkward. They're artists. They're real people. They're not like being prompted to yell at each other or anything like that. And then you have the eliminations with Mike and Jerry from Penny Arcade, and they're quipping and being hilarious because they're genuinely funny guys. Yeah. And it's 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 entertaining. It's it's really well done. It's like a reality show um, that isn't just garbage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So and it's, it's, it's uh, stuff it's, that you're into, kind of like the comic book. Comic book men's really big right now because this, like, well, I'm in the comic books, and this is something I'm into. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, despite you know the comic, you know the the reality show trappings that's involved. You know, uh, and I think, and this is actually one I've been meaning to look at. I'm glad you bring it up, and just the idea that American kid be like, yeah, we did this web comic. Eh, let's do a show. You know, yeah, that they're yeah, able to spin that out. Kickstarter thing. Yeah. Oh, this is from the Kickstarter. Yeah, if, it was like one of their things. If we get this much money, we'll um, uh, we'll start a, a show called Strip Search, and and they did. And, and it looks like it's, awesome. it's so well done too. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I would it's really professional. Like from what I'm seeing so far, I mean, it's like that stuff that I see from The Verge. You know, I like I watch those Verge videos. I love watching product review videos from The Verge because they are the sexiest damn product review videos that I have ever seen. Go watch the the Google Pixel one from a couple months ago. I mean, that may be, that's, that was naughty things done to technology. Okay. That, that, that was pretty cool. Um, and, and, and it's cool that they're, they're able to do something styles like that, that you'll never see on television because everything's so straight, you know, mm-hmm. straight, you know, straight video done. And it yeah, feels like and overproduced and, and like exactly down on like, the producers. Formula. else like that. Um, there's another show that's, uh, it's on the e-network e- now, but it was originally distributed um, digitally completely, and it's called Burning Love. Mm-hmm. And the first season was like a, a parody of um, uh, like dating bachelor reality shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I want to tell you guys some of the people who are on like the cast because it's all these uh, absolutely awesome comedians um, – and they can get them because it's just – it's not – like it's not network. It's not this huge thing. It's just, um, you know, a bunch of people that work together normally doing their own thing. Um, let's see here. Kristen Bell, Ken Jeong, uh, Natasha Leggero, uh, Jennifer Aniston, um, Ken Marino, Michael Ian Black, Ben Stiller. You, you, <laughs> the majority of those people are married or in long-term relationships. Yeah, it's fake. No, it's, okay. it's a parody. Okay. Uh, the second season was actually bigger. June Diane Rayfield came back, but um, uh, Adam Scott, Paul Shear, Rob Hubel, Jerry O'Connell, Adam Brody, Michael Sarah, Colin Hanks, Martin Starr, Nick Kroll, Kumail Nanjiani. Wow. Um, ben Stiller came back. It's just, it's really good and it's really funny. And it, it's. It's one of those things, since they're putting it out themselves, they have the, the freedom to do it their way. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think you know, history generally shows that when talented people have that freedom, great things happen. Yeah. Yeah, so. and, and I love seeing that. I mean, we, we, as I said, we see that with Nerdist. We see that with uh, uh, Mark Maron. He's been making the round, and I just read, read a thing 
Uh, I just tweeted it actually uh, before the show that Seth Godin talked about uh, Mark Marin, you know, who does the WTF podcast, and how he was turned down as a cast member for SNL, and now mm-hmm. he's doing, you know, way better things on his own. And he's oh, yeah. being pitched Almost. too, you know. I mean, that that's really cool that, that there's that accessibility, and the cream really does kind of rise to the top with stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I mean, that's like a that's just the thing that you do if you're in L- if you're in Los Angeles or on the West Coast and you're a comedian, uh, you've auditioned for SNL at some point in your life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. every everybody has at one point and been turned down. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Well, on that point, LB Will Rutherford. Where can people find you, your things, and things coming up? I know you have some stuff in the works. I don't know what you can say. Uh, I, I do have some things in the works. Uh, first, uh, there's ThoughtfulRiot.com. That's not in the works. That's a thing that's been uh, going for a while. That's my blog where I do my writing. Uh, you can also find me on Pinterest. Uh, I'm on Twitter at DJ Lunchbox. I'm on Tumblr at uh, ThoughtfulRiot.tumblr.com. Um, and I do have some some upcoming stuff, and uh, I think it'll be a little more developed uh, next month when I come back to talk about my unplugging. So uh, maybe awesome. I'll get into it then. Awesome. Well, we'll we'll get that return scheduled here. Uh, Chachi, you yes. do things. You you just put that article up at insertcointobegin.com. I did. I did the righty thing. Yep. That I'm not any good at, but I did it. So good, good, yeah. good, good. And other video things you do. Uh, on song, insert coin to begin presents. Let's play. Um, the the recordy thing that you make me do. Um, <laughs> You know the stuffs. Hey, do you uh, have you been playing any more with your? Uh, uh, I, I thought I saw you tweet something about uh, one of your game sessions was going online. I it's it's editing. I, I mean, I edited, and I actually I've, I've been having issues. And this is Black Ops Two we're talking about. Yeah, I've been having issues because yeah. for some reason, no matter what I do, I cannot connect my session to um, streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube tells me that the account doesn't doesn't accept the connection. I have to go work it out online. Yeah, yeah. but then, um, then they give you nothing else. Yeah, and they give me nothing else. As Google does. Uh, Twitch, it just uh, which is Justin TV. It just connects for a second, then disconnects and tells me that the servers are unavailable, and tells me to go check uh, Call of Duty dot com slash servers or something like that. And this is something, and, and considering every console it appears is going to have some kind of service like this built in, hopefully they get that figured out at that point. Right. You know? So, I mean, at this point, it's, it's a matter of me uh, working with just the, the game editing software. It, um, contemplating getting a PVR so I can do more of that. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, the PVR would actually allow me to broadcast. And I wouldn't have to use the Black Ops software. Yeah, yeah. It, um, it seems like there should be a big fat beta over that. I did start playing with it, and it would I would it would play for like five minutes and stream online, and then nothing. And all I had was my well, phone. That's so I because really... it, it it keeps track of your viewers. And if nobody it, pops in, it's it's done. Yeah, it'll it'll stop uh, streaming if you have no viewers. Oh well, there you go. All right, and of course I'm over at Sorgatron.com. I think oh, I wasn't done yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I actually started a new YouTube channel just for my Call of Duty stuff. Oh, good. Where's that um, at? It's youtube.com slash Chachi Says Blops. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Go check that out. Chachi Says Blops. And then I'm over at com for all the stuff coming up here. We got a bunch of DVD releases. I think I have about four DVDs in the hopper we need to author this week, um, including wrestling. and uh, we should so- probably get that done. 
And well, this is the first like two days I had to edit out of the last week. So, uh, so we'll get those out uh, and everything and, and and everything else coming up there on Sun coming up next week, of course, as usual. A lot of a lot of people checking out that last episode uh, with uh, guys in high heels. Well, that's why. That's why, guys in high heels. Yep. Um, so go check that out at pittsburghonvideo.com and everything else going on. And uh, and, and follow me on Twitter, at Sorgatron. I like to tweet things. Um, that's that's kind of how I'm getting out there right now because uh, I can't find time to write, and I want to write. Uh, but we'll, be, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, after I get DVDs done, right, Chach? Right. Right. So this has been your Awesome Cast. Contact at AwesomeCast.com, at AwesomeCast on Twitter. And, of course, drop by our Google Plus and Facebook. I want to apologize to Mike Pound because we did not spend 15 minutes on Bobby Cherry's hair this week. Uh, over, he was uh, commenting over on the Google Plus page. Uh, and thank you to our awesome chat room, Alex, Bobby, Riz, uh, Wrestle fans in there as well, Juggalo John. And uh, you've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. <laughs>